Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. From the Gert Poyle studio at OPB, this is Think Out Loud. I'm Dave Miller. Seattle passed a new tree ordinance this spring. Some tree experts say it'll provide better protection for the city's canopy than the old rules. Critics say that developers played too big a role in helping to craft the policy. The city's own Urban Forestry Commission said it didn't have enough time to review the proposal. Eric Sigliano is uh, an independent writer and author. He covered this recently for Investigate West, and he joins us now. It's good to have you on the show. Good to be here, Dave. I want to start with what's at stake here. I've seen this described in the Seattle Times, for example, as a conflict between housing affordability and climate resiliency. Do you see it that way? Uh, That really sounds like a simplification uh, the both sides in the argument, that is, those who are who want to remove tree restrictions in order to make building and development easier and uh, more efficient and more profitable, and those who defend the trees, uh, you know, kind of uh, put on the climate mantle, um, argue that they are climate defenders. Uh, the the developers, because they say that more density is the only way we can house people efficiently and stop sprawl and all the uh, driving and other climate impacts that brings. Uh, the uh, tree defenders, because uh, they uh, note that uh, trees uh, are the the most efficient way to uh, to shade cities, prevent heat, heat islands, reduce air conditioning use, which only makes the ambient temperature outside hotter, and of course adds to energy consumption. And that, um, with careful planning, it's possible to uh, to preserve trees and increase density. What were the rules like before the new ordinance passed? Uh, I mean, b- before this multi-year effort that, that finally did result in new rules. The new, uh, the old ordinance, which was an interim ordinance adopted in 2009, uh, uh, specified uh, levels of trees uh, by kind of qualitative designations. Uh, uh, Exceptional trees were the really large ones, uh, followed by significant trees. And um, developers had to go through some hoops and prove prove some necessity uh, to remove them. Uh, for building. The new ordinance uh, uh, essentially removes those hoops. Uh, it uh, uh, it uh, makes it much easier to remove the trees uh, if developers show that uh, the, uh, the trees in their root protection areas would interfere with the, the building coverage that they are allowed to have and they don't have to go through a design and negotiation process to uh to fit uh fit their buildings in with the uh, trees so am, am uh, i right provide, that they it, it, it also predictability it, and clarity that they want it definitely makes it easier to uh, remove even even the largest trees for construction 
This is one of the confusing aspects of this ordinance, and I should say that that it's dozens of pages now. It's it's a lot of pages of city rules regarding trees. But my understanding was that um, it it included more trees and, and trees with smaller diameters in the 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 umbrella group that um, actually has protection. But you're saying at the same time the new rules have also made it easier for developers um, to chop down certain trees? Uh, easier to chop down the really big ones uh, that were designated before uh, and are designated now. Um, the What will now be called the Tier 2 and Tier 3 classes of trees, those with trunk diameters 24 inches and above and uh, 12 to 24 inches. What the new ordinance does is it... Uh, um, it extends protection to another range uh, size of trees, but really for homeowners, that is for existing properties that are not developing. So it uh, requires more more trees to be protected on single family on 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 existing homeowners lots, and uh, makes it easier to remove those trees and bigger trees when construction is done. It's kind of transferring the the burden of protection from lots that are getting developed to those that aren't getting developed, as well as to city properties like parks. You wrote about a party that you went to, a pretty triumphant party as, as I read it, uh, an annual party put on by the Seattle chapter of a group called the Master Builders Association of King and Snohomish Counties. Who was there and what was the scene? Well, it was uh, the called the annual mixer of the uh, Master Builders Seattle Builders Council and an, elector, uh, an elected officials reception, but it had something extra. Uh, there was a exuberant ceremony uh, giving out about 20 tree-shaped awards very cute things that made it made in Romania. So apparently they planned well ahead for this. And this party came just uh, nine days after the passage of the uh, tree ordinance in late May. The uh, the people invited and honored with their tree trophies included not just uh uh, members of the Builders Association who worked on the issue and their officers, but uh, attorneys uh, who worked on it, uh, and city officials from the Department of Construction and Inspections, which drafted the code and enforces the rules, uh, from the mayor's office, city council members and their aides, um, and uh, people from several other departments. What role did, did developers have in creating the final rules as approved? You know, that's a subject of some speculation, some pretty heated accusations by the tree advocates. And uh, you can kind of uh, parse it indirectly. One tell was that at the uh, at the uh, party and the ceremony, the MC, the Master Builders uh, 
uh, government affairs uh, director uh, called out uh, one one officer of the group, uh, um, saying that what it's called the eighty five percent rule is his brainchild. Uh, this eighty five percent rule establishes a set figure of guaranteed uh, hard space coverage on uh, on. Uh, lots used for uh, redeveloped for uh, townhouses and small apartments, which is meaning where a lot that of meaning that if are if, happening, does so that mean that if 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 there are trees that make it so less than eighty five percent of a land is buildable or could have concrete or 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 some human built thing. It, it gives developers um, the ability to chop down the tree that is preventing that 85% from being built on. Yes, or if they, uh, if they keep the tree, it allows them big reductions in the uh, walkways, uh, amenity areas, parking, and, uh, si- and uh, side yards that they have to, uh, that they have to preserve. Uh, but it gives them the option of chopping it down and replanting it elsewhere or paying an in-lieu fee that the city can then use to plant trees elsewhere. What else is happening um, going forward in terms of tree policy in the city of Seattle? Well, that's the uh, the opponents are certainly organizing to and uh, uh, it would not be surprising to see that they that they sue uh, seeking uh, changes in the uh, changes in the ordinance. The builders. Uh, May uh, may not be happy, and I should say they're not talking publicly about it at all. But uh, there are several provisions they don't like, including uh, uh, one um, kind of a safety valve or a uh, uh, a um, show show forest, a Potemkin forest, uh, allow, uh, allowing um, absolute protection of a small list, about 300 designated heritage trees under another program, which was just supposed to be honorary. Uh, and those have pretty absolute protection unless they're hazardous. Uh, and uh, they've already prevent, that's already prevented the uh, redevelopment of one property. The developers had said they were okay with keeping that, but they didn't want any more any more heritage trees designated. So that might be one more flashpoint. You can be pretty sure that the debates are not over uh, and they may even uh, become uh, an issue in coming city council elections. Eric Sigliano, thanks very much. Thank you, Dave. Eric Sigliano is an independent writer and author whose work has appeared in Political and The Atlantic. He joined us to talk about the city of Seattle's new rules regarding when you can cut down trees and when you cannot. If you tune in to Think Out Loud because you love learning about what's happening in our region, you'll love listening to The Evergreen. This weekly podcast paints an audio portrait of the Pacific Northwest through the stories of the people who live here. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.